by my bed folded hands and tilted head I thank the Lord for my water and my bread thankful to be a part of God's flock of chosen sheep waking from my slumber while the world is still asleep freedom loving Patriotic, deplorable bum. I reside in the States, but Scotland is where I'm from. Sometimes I feel defeated, but we will always stand tall. Fighting with my family, we go run, we go family how is body doing today this is kilted christian episode 450 spiritual awareness we're finally getting around to that after a little bit of a uh, news first we're going to keep that one short so we can get into that topic tonight but it is a blessing to be here and to see all of you here we've even got just a patriot 
If I'm not mistaken, he is going to be giving his testimony Friday on the Godcast, the official Godcast. So you don't want to miss that. I'm looking forward to that. Excited to see it. And uh, thankfully, you made a live show. That is awesome. For the rest of you that I did not get a chance to say hello to in the opening, blessed to have you here. Hope you all had an absolutely beautiful day. It was a, a nice, humid day here. We slung about, what, two and a half tons of rock? Maybe two tons. Yes, Maybe we two. We had three total. We got yeah. another ton left tomorrow. So we'll see how that goes. Yes. This is great when you have a neighbor that has a tractor with one of those little uh, drop pushers so we can spread the rocks out for me without me having to do it with a rake. Yeah, thank God for that. I know. <laughs> it was hard work. I know, but you know what? Like Connie said, it builds integrity, muscles, and as Livin said, and fatigue. And <laughs> I agree with all three of those. But uh, guys, this is Kilted Christian, episode 450, Spiritual Awareness. Let's get to it. We are many nations around the world, comprised of many cultures, but we stand together in a battle between good and evil. We are the seekers of wisdom, the bringers of truth, the hands of heaven, and the voices of reason. As the world tries to divide us by our differences, we only grow stronger as we are bound together as the children of God. And Jab, C.L. Klein, great to see you both. All right, we'll go ahead and uh, let Livin scream across to say hello to you guys. Hello, everyone. <laughs> the mic still hasn't gotten here yet, but I left them a pretty nasty letter today. We'll see if they cancel that order so I can order, as I, as I explained in the note that I left them, from a uh, reliable seller. <laughs> <laughs> Conley, brother, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I have my mic. Oh, oh rub it in. But I'm still going to lean across. You, hello, everybody. Hello. You, you, hello, hello. He's got his mic. I was going to go, you sure do. And if you guys don't I know, sure he's got a sure do. microphone. So That's a great plug for them. <laughs> exactly. Sure mics. It's actually pretty good because they are XLR and USB. So for those of you that have a computer and no uh, roadcaster, or uh, no audio interface, sure is the way to go. Sure is the mic for you. I will take that free mic, guys. Sure, if you can send that mic over here to my place anytime you like. There you go. <laughs> no, but it's great to see you, Conley. Um, buddy. Tell you, man, we had a, we had another good meeting. Um, we 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 do our meetings uh, once a week. Um, kind of going over the Bards Fest stuff. Um, so make sure you get on over to bardsfm.com and check out um the lineup that we've got so far. Um, it's going to be great. We're going to have some archery, some uh, axe throwing. Um, we got uh, some wonderful speakers. We're going to be doing a lot of uh, little kind of side. Um, what do you? What do they call them? Dimension or yeah, uh, round table? Round table. Yeah, like little. Breakaways. Yeah, like breakaways. Exactly, little round table breakaways. So you guys can go around and check some of this other stuff. Um, it's going to be pretty awesome. Like I said, it's going to be neat. Um, we're looking. At the weather dropping down here, at least for the next week, down into the like 80 and below. So it'll most likely be um, mid-70s by the time you guys get here during the day. And I think a lot of you will appreciate that. little chillier at night, but guess what? We've got plenty of firewood that they are giving us. Um, the guy that owns the property, Willie, is uh, an excavator. So he has not a lack of wood. And uh, so we got plenty of stuff for fires. Um so we can listen to Douglas play his guitar and sing by the fires, which we can guarantee will happen at some point, if not the whole weekend. <laughs> I think I'm going to create a new game because I think we're going to have the axes and all that for the kids and us and cornhole. And I want to I want to create a new game called Axehole. I was about to say that. We'll call yeah. it Axehole. <laughs> axehole. <laughs> that yeah. would be a X-E hole. 
Yeah. Yeah, make it axle and you got to be really good so you're going to put your partner has to stand over the 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 ramp thing oh, wait a minute yeah 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 it's full it's, combat full combat uh full my, combat axle i'm gonna bring my ballistic vest in. Yeah. <laughs> well i just want to get my cod piece made and i will i will have to say this um <laughs> ballistic vests don't necessarily do too well against swords and knives oh they will stop a bullet, but not necessarily a blade. So, be well, I just people from New Mexico is like, okay, I got a cup on. You're like, dude, that's a red solo cup. That's not helping. <laughs> hey, something's better than nothing, right? <laughs> no, it works just like <laughs> a mask. You're right. I know it's about as effective as a mask. Exactly. Cod piece versus thong. We, we Conley got him to take his dog out and he had shorts on. I was just like, man, one of these days, he's just going to nonchalantly be wearing a thong and just walk <laughs> out of the room. And I was like, I'm not going to laugh. I'm not going to say anything. I'm literally going to open the show with Cisco's The Thong Song. If you guys Cisco's remember back in like, I think it was the late 90s. <laughs> Great. My eyes, my oh eyes. My <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> but we got um got more news today conley you ready to go we over do. some news we do let's get to it all right so first off um i kind of want to play the funny thing first so i'm gonna go and i'm gonna play what, what i um played for conley a little while ago um so this is pretty hilarious guys um the audio is a little bad so i'm gonna play it so you guys can listen and i will explain to you um in case you didn't hear what he had to say but this is so funny Trump's in jail. You can quit building the wall. Mexico is paying to build a wall. <laughs> Did you hear about that? You know why? Why is that? Okay, so whoever's over here, they're gonna try to go back. You're trying to go back to, to Mexico. Get it ready for a collapse. You know, in the dollar. So they're thinking that a lot of people are gonna start trying to go back. Yeah. So, so he, Mexico, Mexico is paying the Mexican citizens to build a wall okay on our border and if you didn't hear why it's because they know that the american dollar is about to crash and they don't want the immigrants coming back so yeah, mexico is literally having a border wall built to keep all the immigrants over here that is hilarious that makes sense it's a wonder that our um country and administration hasn't picked up on that oh i know well, that's because they want these people still here. They do. We you need know, the workers. It's mostly, yeah, it's not workers, warriors. Yep. You've seen the, the big um, influx recently of the last couple of days. Nothing but dudes. None of them are Latin. No. They're sending people in like crazy right now. I'm getting so tired of this. This world falling apart. Man, this is one of those days that I was loving to pray to God. Like, take away this anger. Because it, it just... Some days are just harder than others. You know what I'm saying? When you're watching everything take place, like one example, the thing that really set me off today, well, multiple things, this is the world we live in, was um, you've seen all the arrests of the January Sixers. So mm -hmm. Enrique, who I've met, he's actually a really nice guy. Um, he wasn't even in Washington, D.C. during January 6th. He was, he was um, I guess, under arrest. or you know, He was at least detained by the police during this time not in washington dc ended up getting 22 years anyways because of a, a hand-picked corrupt jury nothing good comes out of out of washington 
Mm-hmm. Nothing comes, nothing good comes out of Washington, D.C. No, nothing. And they planned it that way. That's why it's there. Yeah. Now, the crime, now the alleged crime happened in D.C., so it makes sense. However, they also know that's why they like having it there. Oh, no, absolutely. You know, it's, it's getting to the point because, guys, it's not going to stop here. You know what I'm saying? Just expect them to be doing this to us at some point. But mm-hmm. as we were discussing earlier, like, no one is safe. The Democrats that think they're all buddy-buddy and they're on the right side and they're gonna, we're going to be protected. I, I, I explained to Colin, this is exactly what it is. You ever seen the heist movies where they go and they rob, like, some large diamond store or some large bank? And you got the guy in charge and you got the guy right behind him who's getting the second biggest cut. And after the robbery is done, the main guy turns around and shoots the second guy in the head. Yep. Thinking that they're on the same team. This is literally what's going to happen. And I can tell you right now, they will be the ones to go first. Why? Because they're standing right there. Yep. They will be the first ones to go. Um, Once they are, once they are literally, they're already useful idiots, but once they, uh, have no more use for them or they, you know, cause they're not going to start questioning. We're at the point now where they're just like, Oh, phew, another shot. Oh, cool. We get to wear a mask again. And they're pushing this like crazy right now. Um, Jill Biden um, ended up with uh, the COVID and uh, whoopee, whoopee ended up with the COVID too. They look down on everybody. And the irony is that they look down on their useful tools that they're using as being too stupid to be alive. Yeah, because they bought their BS, so they they will they will see them as being something that really can't contribute to anything that they want. Yeah, because they were idiots for buying whatever it is that they were selling. Oh yeah, but like I said, we live in this crazy world where it's amazing what people will accept. You know, we we were discussing this as well. Is it they don't even realize what they're fighting for? They're fighting for communism, tyranny, and Nazi-like stuff. Like, they, they are literally fighting for this, thinking that they are on the righteous side. And you are fighting to have your freedoms removed. You know, you think this is all great. Um, oh, smart cities, that sounds awesome. Well, yeah, because smart cities sounds a lot better than concentration camps. And it's right. literally what they are. They're con- the, What do you do? You concentrate people in the one area Mm -hmm. yes oh you guys and that's that's why they won't like them they'll put them in there too you guys are just crazy you're a bunch of conspiracy theorists you don't know what you're talking about except for everything that you said has been almost proven to be right 100 percent of the time including um obama guys you may be surprised to hear this but obama's gay i'm stunned i know i know i had no i had no clue I, I, I was as shocked as you were. Um, and I'm going to play this video real quick. And then I want you to talk about what you were discussing earlier. Um, and that, you know, it's literally someone tweeted out the exact same thing that you were thinking. So, <laughs> yeah. so this is a Tucker interview. So Tucker's lining up some pretty good interviews. Um, I, I can call this the Obama bashers because that's basically what Malik is going to end up doing as well. So this guy right here was the guy that did coke with, uh, Obama, but he was interviewed by Tucker and listen to what he says. 
You're just a guy who's in town for the night, and it sounds like you're looking to party. Yeah. Pulled up in a bar outside, and there's this guy that's introduced to me as Barack Obama. I had given Barack $250 to pay for coke. I start putting a line on a CD tray to snort, and next thing I know, he's got a little pipe and he's smoking. So I just started rubbing my hand along this thigh to see where it was going, and it went the direction I had intended it to go. Even though you had sex with him twice, you did cocaine with him, watched him smoke crack twice, you had no idea who he was. I had no idea who he was. He was just the obvious question. What was Obama like on crack? Um, is it your sense that that's who Obama is, just transactional, or that he's bisexual, or like, what is that? It definitely wasn't Barack's first time, and I would almost be willing to bet you it wasn't as long. The guy's running for president, and credible information comes out that he's smoking crack and having sex with dudes. That seems like a story. Well, it would be a story if the media really cared about telling people the truth. So, interesting. Um, we we didn't hear anything right there that we didn't already know. Maybe a little bit more detail and graphic stuff that we didn't want to hear. But, um, yeah, that wasn't his first. It wasn't his last. I'm still convinced that Big Mike was the one that killed that chef because uh, they were doing things that they shouldn't be doing. Um, I, that's just a theory of mine, but it makes sense because, I mean, the woman's built like a football player. Well, the man. Um, but Conley, give, throw out your theory, man. And, you know, you're, you're kind of – you're right. And we know, um, <laughs> it's not, I think call it, if this is a theory, but I mean, we're, you're right. I th- <laughs> Here's what I see happening. And that is, um, all of this stuff is going to be proven to be true. And then, um, the left is going to come out and say, well, we all knew it was too. And then they're going to call you homophobes and they're going to get, they're going to make you try to look past the fact that he lied. Then, now that there's this big push to have trans people and they're under assault and all of that sort of stuff, now they're gonna they're gonna roll Big Mike out there. They've already kind of set the groundwork a little bit on Newsom because there's stories out there and people saying that it's gonna be racist for him to run against Kamala. So if Biden doesn't go or Biden doesn't finish and they want to run Kamala as president or whomever, they've got a lot of different options. But because of the trans thing going on right now, then they're going to be, it's going to be accepting for Big Mike to come out and say, yes, I am trans. The the society and culture, it wasn't that you didn't like us because we were black. There's that. Remember, she would use that. But then uh, I had to hide it because America was not a safe place for us then. And it's still not a safe place for us now. But I want to be the leader and be at the forefront of making everybody being accepting of that. And then you'll have the idiots that will go, yay, and then they'll vote. You know, and, 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 then, and then Nor bin Laden tweeted out nearly the same it, thing. Yeah. And in a normal world, you know, the people that would be upset the most would have been the trans. It have been like, hey, you could have saved us a lot of problems by coming out and being more vocal about this. But we don't live in that kind of world anymore. We live in a world where people just, they hate Trump. That's, that's the world we live in. We'll yep. vote for, we, we will vote for anything. We will vote for an animated character before we vote for Trump. We will vote for artificial intelligence before we vote for Trump. We will vote for that black curtain that I'm looking at by my window before we vote for Trump. Um, it's nuts. Because it's black. Because it's black, exactly. You know, and they'll use all those cards. They'll, they'll, they'll I mean, because look, man, wow, what, what a gold mine for the liberals. Black, 
man, woman, trans, like, I mean, just literally it just covers all. It's like every check, every box is marked off with like one person. They're going to have to, don't be surprised if they don't try to do that and put, and put Newsom at bay and put him in the bullpen. Um, because of the, because of the uprising in the black community, uh, and their, their love of Trump now, um, they're going to need to try to get something back and, and, and regain some of that ground within the community. You're going to have some that don't like it because he's, because it's a trans dude, but, um, they'll get some, they'll get some because it's black and we need to, we've got to go into the black power, you know? Truth, truth to power type thing. Well, there, notice um once again, just like every four years, man, it's so weird. It's like it's like clockwork. Where did Black Lives Matter go? Well, I can tell you right now, they are back, mm. right in mm-hmm. time for election season to begin. COVID, yep. same thing. Matter of fact, uh, um, Cabbage Patch today made a a big faux pas. She gets up there and she literally said, um, the the called them the midterm vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> and then had to call them. Yeah. And then she had to stop and correct herself. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's just a slip of the tongue. She wasn't really meaning that Duncan. That's not anything you're making. You're a conspiracy theorist. I know I am. She didn't mean that. That was just a mistake. I was also a conspiracy theorist when I was telling everybody that Michelle Obama was a dude. <laughs> well, you think I'll get an apology? For all those people mm. that, that made fun of me and called me a tinfoil hat wear and all that neat stuff. No. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath. Nope. You know how many times that clip of Ellen? Joan, yeah, no, oh, Joan, Joan Crawford, yeah. Oh. Not uh, Joan uh, Rivers is yeah. going to be played? Yeah. I uh, know, and she was killed for it more than likely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it wasn't too long after that that uh, she was Clinton. She was going in, yeah, she was going in for mouth surgery or Obama sided. Yeah. I don't know. Probably all the same thing when you break it down. It is because he, you know, he probably called Hillary and said, "Hey, who do you know? I got some work needing to done." Yeah. Are, are you familiar with a, a rapper named Hopson? Mm-mm. Yeah, me neither. I'm not. Me neither. I've never heard of him before, but um, apparently he was um, asked to go to some show, and he performed over. I believe it was Colorado. And uh, while he was singing on stage, because apparently, like, he's a Christian or, you know, someone who's working his way over to Christianity um, is open. A lot of his songs are about his struggle, you know, with, you know, the flesh side of human and you okay. know, trying to be a better Christian. And they literally put um, some antichrist symbolism behind him on the screen. And he didn't notice. He didn't see it. He literally had a friend of his that told him, like, you realize what they were playing behind you. So he did his, his testimony today, freaking out, you know, trying to explain to people like, look, I, I don't want to be lumped in with these satanic elite, like calling them all out, saying I had, did not know about this. Um, I got it. Now I'm going to have to have some big talks with my guys that, that work for me, the guys that put this up, um, you know, but he was just like, I, I don't, you know, he goes, if I come across as an idiot because I'm being an idiot, I can live with that. But I don't want to look like an idiot in a, a satanist because mm-hmm. someone else was doing this stuff you know so i don't know if this was legit or not he seemed so clip. yeah i'll play the clip <laughs> so i just got a text message from one of my friends saying marcus why was there a antichrist image on the back projector when you were performing in colorado last week and i was confused 
Cause I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know there wasn't. So I messaged everybody that I work with going, yo, is there an antichrist image behind me when I was performing? And they confirmed, yes, there was. And I had no fucking idea that this was going on behind me. When I flew to Colorado to perform, I was rehearsing in my, in my headphones. Um, I didn't have an actual, you know, in-person rehearsal with everybody, but I trusted that everybody was going to know the fucking vibe and know what Hobson represents. And, and I trusted that they would know what I don't represent. And to know that this was projected behind me while I'm rapping and I'm performing songs like Ill Mind 7 and it has an Antichrist logo behind me, that's not the fucking vibe, man. That's not what the fuck I'm on. That's some satanic shit that I don't fuck with. And that, that controls my perception. That, con that completely manhandles my perception and controls it and makes everybody think that I'm this and it's no longer about whatever the fuck I'm talking about because they're seeing these these images pop up behind me and they're going to think that I did it. And I, Man, I tell you, you listen to these things, you, you hear the F word so much anymore that you don't even notice them until you go live. Well, yeah. He also the thing that if you look at his shirt, he has the City of Angels on it. Yeah. So, I mean, I agree with him. Oh yeah, he's, um, I mean, it, it sucks to be put into that position, mm -hmm. you know, because like I said, he, he goes on to explain, you know, I guess with F-bombs in there every couple of words, um, then, you know, he's, he's, he sings about his struggle, mm -hmm. you know, with battle on the human side. And it's like, look, man, you can't trust anyone in this industry, you know, and that was one thing that he said. He was just like, I, I trusted that you guys knew what I was about. It's like, man, who do you trust in this industry? I wouldn't trust anybody, man. I'd be making them sign contracts being like, I will not put satanic symbolism behind you while you sit, you know, like. Do you know who Jaguar, Jaguar Wright is? No. Do you know who she is? No. Apparently she came out in the last year or two talking about all the inside stuff about Jay-Z and all these rappers that she worked with. And. I'm going to talk about her tomorrow, but it reminds me his, his, what he's saying right there reminds me of what I've been hearing and listening to what she's saying. Yeah. And it, and she just, she verifies a lot of that, which is what he's trying to distance himself away from. Yeah. And there's only I one mean, way that you're going to distance yourself away from this. And that's to like leave the industry. Yeah. Get out of it. I mean, go independent. There was a clip today. Um, with a, with this new Obama stuff, it's brought back the Pizza Gate and the hot dogs. Uh, what is it? Sixty two thousand dollars he spent on hot dogs for a private dealer at oh, the yeah. White House. Yep. Yeah, and then um, somebody put the put up a clip between uh, the uh, there was an interview on a red carpet thing between Christy Teigen and, and Legend, and they asked him a question: Where was the craziest place you've ever done it? And she's like, um, like public or what? You know, and she said, uh, it, it would, it was at that Obama thing. <laughs> and then she left and John Legend standing there just sweating his ass off. Yeah. Well, you know, going, oh, how do I answer this? No, it wasn't with Obama. Somebody tried to, they tried to say it was him and Obama and it really, he didn't get that from, I didn't get it from him, but <clears throat> that's what it was about. Well, what do Obama and John Legend have in common? They're both gay. Well, besides that, <laughs> they both have men for wives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just a straight up. She's, of course, everybody knows about her tweets that she's all had to delete now.
Oh yeah. Right? Oh yeah. yeah Keep she... them up there. Keep them up there. If yeah. You're, if you're if you're all for that. Oh, I know. If there's man. nothing wrong with it, why you got to delete them? Internet's for forever anyway. Yeah. You know, and I hear a lot of people. Oh no, they. I saw baby picture or pictures of her pregnancy. Like that doesn't mean anything. Because I saw, I've seen lots of women with baby for pregnancy pictures. There was that one in particular that I saw of a uh, of a uh, Prince Harry's wife. Oh yeah. And then Meghan one, Markle. yeah, Meghan Markle. And in one picture, the belly was like falling off of her, and it was like down by her thigh. Um, I didn't because <laughs> that's where you normally carry babies. Because that's where you normally pregnant. carry your babies. Yeah, down by the thigh. <laughs> that's so funny. But they're yeah, they're receptacles of star children or something like that. So yes. yeah, so it may be one or one of the other of their babies. Um, but it doesn't come out of them. And I don't know, I don't know all the particulars, but um it's pretty it's pretty messed up. And it goes down to Alistair Crawley, because Alistair Crawley was the father of Barbara Bush, mm-hmm. who I've never been convinced was a woman. Yeah, man, it gets so deep, it's, huh? It's a little yeah, it's a little it's a little wondering about that one, especially in her later years. Oh yeah, she see that's the thing is that as the trannies get older, they start to look like the men that they used to be. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard yeah. to hide that. There's a point where plastic surgery doesn't do anything but make you look like an alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like Melinda like Gates, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I think Melinda Gates, I mean, I, Kevin Klein. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I you know that one to me I can buy. Of all the one, you know, people are like, oh, well, so and so is playing so and so. Like that one I can buy because those two do look a whole lot alike. Her and Kevin Klein? Yeah. Did she, he's married to Phoebe Cates. What's that? He's married to Phoebe Cates. Yeah. But he may be playing the role, the mm. biggest role of his life. Maybe. Because he did, he did play, what was that movie that he played in where he was president? Yep. Hmm. Was that Wag the Dog? No, no, that was Dave. It was a, it was, a, it wasn't Ted. It was a one name thing like Dave. that. Dave, Dave, Dave. Yep, Donna Bo said Donna, Dave. Donna Bo has but um, insane. And you brought this one up too. You you talk about Jay Z a moment ago. So Jay Z releases blasphemous Bible movie mocking Christians, and I've seen a whole bunch about this today. And basically, he's using scripture that didn't exist wasn't ever in the bible and wasn't even apocrypha that he's using and apparently he's going by the name hova now which to me sounds a whole lot like jehovah Mm -hmm. Mm. so from what i was reading some of the articles today they're trying to get the people of color to move away from christianity into this other set which they're claiming to be christianity which is really more Egyptian. And uh, Beyonce, Beyonce is the one married to Jay-Z, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and Beyonce um, has like a crest that she had made for with the Egyptian symbols and stuff all over it. Um, oh. And I've seen uh, multiple videos of Jay-Z um, dancing and hanging out with Maria Ambronovich, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. is like the witch of mm-hmm. Hollywood. Yep. She's a bad, she's a bad chick. Yeah. And, and if I'm not mistaken, her son, known as Lady Gaga, mm-hmm. is kind of the same way. 
you know, she's like the, the she is like the the next witch of Hollywood. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's up there. Wow. Lady Gaga plays it well though. She'll like she never denies anything. You know, and then occasionally like I don't you know, she'll yep. she'll show her junk. Oh yeah, she does. <clears throat> yeah, she does and, and Beyonce's she's possessed. Yeah, Beyonce Beyonce's possessed, yeah. She's talked about that. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom brought that up to me. Hmm. Well, it's been three years, so four four years ago, mm-hmm. where she noticed that she, or mentioned that to me that Beyonce said mentioned that in a, in interviews before, and actually does take on a completely different, different shape in her face. Yeah, she's yeah she's got a a name that she uses uh, like mm-hmm. Sonia mm-hmm. or something like that. Sasha. Sasha. Okay. Yeah. I think it's Sasha. Uh, yeah, she. If you look at that one video where she's on stage and she's uh, in the gold outfit, like a bathing suit, watch her. Sasha Fierce, yeah, Fierce, yes. She's possessed when she comes up. Her eyes are like rolled back on her head. Oh yeah, Sasha Fierce. There we go. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty. No, nah, it's super creepy, you know. And Madonna's possessed. Madonna, I'm not sure she's if she's a lizard or a fish. Because she, she kind of looks like one of those shocked fishes when you, you know, that with on the glass it says do not tap on glass, but you <laughs> tap on the glass and that fish comes up and like that's what Madonna reminds me of. Puffer fish. Yeah, exactly. Like a, a puffer, puffer fish. fish. <laughs> and she's just as poisonous. Dude, she's creepy. Creepy. You talk about somebody that just sold, sold out, sold it all. Oh yeah, you know, it's she's a great example of what you don't do. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. or um or or an example of uh like I said earlier, plastic surgery only goes so far, but there's a point where you just can't do anything more and mm-hmm. you are better off just looking older than looking like a puffer fish. <laughs> yeah. A biped lizard puffer fish. Ugh. Man, yeah, Roseanne. At least Roseanne. Yeah, she she looks better than Madonna now. When? How did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of world we're living in now. And Devo, if I ever run across Madonna, I'm gonna say that. Be like, what happened to the day where Roseanne's more attractive than you are? Yeah, Roseanne's lost some weight. She's taking care of herself. I mean, now she's getting she's getting the word out. That's very freeing and liberating. Yeah. So now she's just, yeah, she's turned out to be, she's not a hottie, but she's definitely turned out looking a whole lot better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, like I said, Madonna's gone the exact opposite way. I think so. Uh, what's even more disgusting is how she still sexualizes herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you've like, you've lost everything that you had that we would have called sex appeal like 40 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, with her fake butt plant she has oh man it's also raunchy (laughs) it's It's also raunchy yeah zero dignity exactly we we had people that looked up to these people at one point man oh what have you done to yourself imagine that everybody you know like a virgin yeah well she burned the cross yeah i mean that's when it was all kind of right there oh no it's coming like i said and and, on these there's a point where a lot of these hollywood people are going to back away you know what I'm saying? They're, they're like, okay, this is a chance to to break myself of these these chains. But you got yeah. some of them like Madonna, 
um, Sasha Fierce, Jay-Z, these guys are going to go down with the ship. They are way, way, way too invested. Well, I think because they're probably leaders, at least very influential people within that group. Well, that's how you can tell the producers, the Mm -hmm. ones that can produce everyone. Um, I'd even throw uh, um, Dr. Dre into that category. Yes. Um, Puffy Combs. You know what I'm saying? These are the ones that have a lot of pull and and they're they're probably the ones that write up the blood contracts oh i'm sure well a lot of stuff has come out about sean yeah right about him and his pedophilia yeah he's kind of gone underground because all that stuff came out about him yeah a lot of stuff's coming Mm -hmm. it comes out and then disappears again memory hold oh man oh Cher just came out with a new album they propped her up against the door and Share, she shares another album. one. Share is another one. She Conley doesn't age, dude or female? Dude, female. You, you think she's a female? Yep. Oh, you know what, though? Yeah, she's about 94. Actually, yeah. <laughs> the, the plastic surgery's worked on her, but mm-hmm. or the yeah, I think she's, I think she's a female, but I think, I think what happened though, too, is that she got it further into the industry and then Sonny Bono left. Well, he, he left. Well, I mean, no, no, I mean, he got out. I think he got out. I mean, I know he left, he, you know, he got killed, but I mean, he, he, she stayed in it. He went and became a congressman from Colorado. Yeah. And, and was a decent Republican, you know, congressman. Um, I think he was just trying to get out of it and escape it. She's, she's one of those that's just totally embraced it. Yeah. And then look what happened to her daughter, who's now a dude. Yeah, exactly. What what what's her name? Uh, Chaz. Yeah, Chaz. Chaz yeah. You know, in Devo, I don't know if Cher sacrificed Bono or not, but that had crossed my mind. Well, I think she did. sacrificed her kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, at the very Cause least, it, yeah, because you get used the choice. To, used to be a girl. Yeah, you get that choice. Mm-hmm. Man, wasn't dude. that Greg Almond's daughter? Her first. Or was that? No, that was uh, Sonny Bono's daughter. But that's Sonny Bono's. Yeah, Sonny Bono's daughter. Yeah, Chastity. Yeah. Chat. Oh man, this is what a weird, what a weird world, man. It's like we went to sleep and then woke up and everything was just different because it's happened quick. Mm -hmm. It's happened fast, and they're they're just on to the next new distraction every single day. Um, I mean, I'm seeing UFO stuff push like crazy right now. I'm just waiting for the zombie stuff to be starting to be pushed again. Give it a month. Give it a month. Exactly. Yeah. Give it a month. Yeah. Mandela effect. Exactly. And I've seen, I saw the, the new Mandela effect, the Bob Barker. How many times has Bob Barker died? A while. Right, right, about 10. Yeah. Cause I, I literally um, found a video of a guy who was talking about Bob Barker's death two years ago. And then in the video, he was like, and I swear I, I read like a year ago that he died. You know what I'm saying? So it was like a triple Mandela. <laughs> He's back at it. He came up from the dead like Beetlejuice. You know, yeah, he's like <laughs> Beetlejuice. Just don't say Bob Barker, Bob Barker, Bob Barker. Or you'll end up with a, a crazy Chicago mayor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so we're at the point now where like comedy literally writes itself. Mm-hmm. So it... It's like, you don't have to be funny anymore. All you have to do is just get up there and talk current events. Yeah. So listen to this right here. 
But y'all, isn't it crazy how censored we've become in 2023? Like you can't say shit anymore. Can't say midget anymore. Now you gotta say little person. Can't say retard anymore. Now you gotta say Democrat. <laughs> See, Don't around, bro. They're not here. <laughs> They're not here, okay? It costs $50 to be here. They are not here. <laughs> They're not here. They're not here. They're still waiting on a stimulus check. They aren't here. Like I said, all you have to do is just uh, read the news on stage and you're like the best comedian ever. That's all you, that's all you have to do. That's all I do. Oh, and yeah. I read some of the news. I'm going to add things to it, but really, it is just doing it on its own. Yeah, yeah. All you got to do, play, all you all you really have to do is play Biden clips and garbage failed kid clips, and then Jen Psaki clips and Rachel Madcow. Yeah, and then in your show, thank and you very much. I'll be here all yeah. week. I'm like, yeah, what's well, time to pray? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you very much. I'll be here all week. <laughs> Tip your waitress. So we saw um, Elon Musk spying on us last night as Starlink flew over our house and multiple people in Texas, or Texas, what state am I in? Kentucky <laughs> saw the same thing. Um, and then today we come across this video and I can't tell, I, I know it's harder to, to create animated videos when you've got a moving camera, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because you've got to account for the movement of the camera, which is really hard because there's no particular rhythm to a hand shaky camera. Um, and stabilizing um, spacecrafts. So when this video came out of Florida, um, it was like, what do you say? It was like eight, eight um, circular uh, UFOs that were being accompanied by military Black Hawk helicopters. Yes. So then, um, apparently in uh, was it Kingman, Arizona, mm -hmm. Singapore military landed um, in their own helicopters. Yeah. So what the heck are they doing in Arizona? They, okay, I'll tell you. They, they don't have enough airspace and they don't have enough land in Singapore. So it's not uncommon for them to train over here. So they will use Luke. Okay, um, yeah, and before okay. uh, Cannon Air Force Base in close New Mexico turned into an AVSOC base. It used to be an F-111 and then an F-16 base. And so they would have uh, Singapore people over here training. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. I guess it's really no different than me inviting my Antifa and Black Lives Matter friends over here to train over here on my property. You know what I'm saying? Because we may have to fight <laughs> yeah. them one day. So may as we, well train we do, <laughs> There's Yeah, that's not uncommon. But there is a lot of other countries that you would think that, why are they here training? And they're they're here. Exactly. Hitler, would you like to come over here and train? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Yavor, Yavor. come and see here, Peter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, uh, there's just no explaining this stuff anymore. Now, this is really cool. I'm not sure if this is Afghanistan, Iraq, or Iran, but there's literally people having a Jesus parade, um, holding crosses and pictures of Christ and stuff like that. Um, I'm talking, there's thousands of people out there that are, that are in this parade. So that's pretty awesome to see. And then they ended up writing the new lyrics to O Fortuna, which is a song that was that came from the Karima Barana. Um, originally, the whole thing was written in Latin by um, drunken monks that wrote this uh, 
this piece. Like basically they were in exile. They had to hide all the literature and stuff that they wrote. It was uncovered after an earthquake and then ended up um, getting into the hands of a guy named Carl Orff who ended up writing the Krima Barana. Um, Ofertuna is the one that you guys probably know best. But they redid the words with Jesus. It's pretty awesome. So I'll play a quick little clip of this. But this is in Iran, I believe. Jesus is king. The king of kings. Our God It's so awesome. I absolutely love that song in general. Um, the words are very kind of sarcastic, you know, like, oh, for, oh, of good fortune. You know, it's a very sarcastic song. But I used to sing, like, my own Jesus lyrics when I would sing that song because um, I don't know Latin well enough to, like, literally sing the whole Karima Barana. Um, but, yeah, so I, I kind of like the new lyrics. Jesus is king. Jesus our God. Jesus our Savior pretty awesome especially coming over there from the middle east so you know it's pretty darn neat um and then once again we got our ufo push and all this other stuff that's going on around here um now they're trying to give us more more fear more fear porn right here this is uh part two i'll, I'll just play this part right here of putin's nuke target so they're trying to scare people in our country and you know i wouldn't be terribly sad if a nuke just fell on DC, um, I'm not instigating this. I'm not asking for it to happen. Um, but I probably wouldn't like be too upset. Be like, you guys just fixed a big problem. <laughs> um, Nor surprised. Yeah, exactly. But I'm going to play this clip for you. This is the fear point they're going to be pushing next um, as to the targets. And these are going to be in, in not populated areas. Three ICBMs which would mean targeting some very remote parts of the US. One of these is Malmstrom Air Force Base, located deep in the state of Montana. There are around 3,400 military personnel and 1,000 civilians working at Malmstrom, many responsible for the 150 Minuteman III nuclear missiles housed at the base. If a Russian nuclear weapon were able to strike Malmstrom, it would likely kill everyone at the base, plus nearly 15,000 people in the nearby towns of Black Eagle and Great Falls. The number of injured would be nearly double, even though the area is very sparsely populated. But high casualties would not be the goal of a strike on Malmstrom, as Russia would only be trying to cripple the ability of ICBMs to be fired from the base. The effects of a nuclear strike on the local environment would be devastating. Water flowing through the Mississippi River near the impact site would instantly vaporize, while the flow from upstream would eventually pass through the irradiated area around Malmstrom. The river would carry radioactive particles downstream, potentially all the way down its length. It would take months or years for any water drawn from nearby sources to be drinkable. In the meantime, large amounts of animals could die of radiation poisoning, even those hundreds of miles away. The ecological effect of such a shock would be felt across the country, and Malmstrom is far from the only target in a potential nuclear attack by Russia. Another key base likely to be targeted by Russia is Minot Air Force Base in North Dakota. The base contains roughly another 150 Minuteman III missiles and a staff of 3,200 military personnel and 420 civilians. However, the town of Minot is also more populous, with nearly 50,000 people. There would likely be over 23,000 immediate casualties, with another 20,000 suffering from injuries and radiation sickness. Like Malmstrom, 
Any strike on Minot AFB would also cause huge environmental damage, with radioactive fallout contaminating groundwater, soil and air. The final ICBM silo which Russia would likely attempt to first strike on would be Francis E. Warren Air Force Base in Wyoming. The ICBMs there would be a harder target since they are actually spread around in silos between Nebraska, Wyoming, and Colorado. The base has roughly similar numbers of staff and missiles to Malmstrom and Minot, and casualties from a strike would exceed 25,000. Cheyenne, Wyoming would also be devastated, and anyone present would receive a high dose of radiation. In addition to the major silos, a Russian nuclear attack would also target command and control centers across the country. Many of these are similarly hidden in rural locations around the US, often in plain sight. One major target would be the North American Aerospace Defense Command, or NORAD headquarters at Peterson Air Base in Colorado. NORAD is a joint organization made up of US and Canadian service members and civilians, responsible for aerospace protection of North America. Unfortunately, Peterson Base has over 8,700 active duty personnel, 1,300 reservists, 1,900 civilian staff, 10,000 family members, and over 20,000 veterans. Yeah, so uh, Wade, I believe, called this one out. Um, yes, Let, let's replace the word Putin in Russia with CIA and NWO. That is the reality. They're pushing this off, and they're going to be like, oh, it was Putin, it was Putin, it was Putin. But uh, we know darn well that these, there's nothing that these guys wouldn't do at this point. You know, they, they would literally destroy the ship with their feet on that ship rather than handing over the keys because, and admitting defeat. And then Cheyenne Mountain, definitely not a surprise. They'll burn it down. You know, it's crazy. We, we keep saying that it needs to be burned down. They want to burn it down. Yeah, I, I want the, the temple to be burned down, not the whole country. <laughs> yeah, they want to burn it all down. They have no compunction about that at all. Man, I, I, you know, I just, my family made fun of me for getting gas mask and, and, uh, nuclear, um, fallout treatment medicines and stuff like that. You know, I'm like, who's laughing now? Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's come to that, isn't it? Yeah. I've got, I've got all kinds of stuff. Just, I let her prepared for, for anything. The moment that I realized how evil these people were. And I was like, man, what won't they do to us? I better prepare for any situation. So I made zombie armor. I got guns. I, I need lizard lasers. Um, <laughs> I got goober. Well, grape. See they're making them. <laughs> I think I sent you that video where it shows the, liz the, the, the lizard laser, the laser. It looks yes. like a lightsaber that actually kind of works. I know. You know? Well, I've been waiting for my lightsaber forever, man. I I've been waiting for a lightsaber since I was a kid. I think my first words were lightsaber. <laughs> and, and then mom and oh, dad. Boy. And then mom and dad. That's funny. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Lightsaber. Exactly. So now we got a video this Livin sent me uh, earlier as well. Um, this is Kevin Zadai, if I'm not pronouncing that correctly. I don't know. Warning about your cell phones. So, yeah, I think we all knew this warning was coming too. Uh, we'll, we'll see. This is why you end up with like headaches, fatigue, nausea, vertigo, and stuff like that on occasion. About, I mean, this is coming too. And um, I, I know half of you probably won't believe it. I'm just believing that you will. But the technology is already here. You need, you need to shield your phone at night. You need to turn it off. You need to shield it and get it away from you. Um, what's coming? is uh, advertisements 
through your phone on 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 the on the wavelength that your brain can receive it. It's already it's already out. I'm just telling you. You wouldn't even. I mean, I can't say because, but it's it's a. You got one right down the street. They're already going to do it. They've they've already announced it. The technology. They're going to advertise through your phone, and you're going to pick it up up here. Yeah. It sounds like Neuralink or yeah, Neuralink. And the answer to the what color lightsaber one note green, definitely green. And then I'll have to figure out how to make a pink one. Pink lightsabers are way more difficult to make. Of course you would want pink. Oh yeah. You know how hard it is to mix that color. <laughs> it's harder enough with paint. Now I got to work with light. <laughs> Dang it. Darn it. So yeah. More, um, it just to me, that sounds like the whole Neuralink thing. I think it is, but they're also, I think it's, it's Neuralink, but it's, um, I think, I think other people are working on some different delivery systems. Yeah, exactly. Different payloads. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a Patriot says rainbow lightsaber. Those aren't lightsabers. Just a Patriot. <laughs> <laughs> That's gay. Okay. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 swing them around like lightsabers sometimes, but I'm pretty sure they're not lightsabers. <laughs> don't, don't cross the streams. It reminds me of that one of the the Dave Chappelle episodes where it was a wife swap, and he was with a white woman, and he's like, "Why you got lightsabers in your little bed cabinet?" <laughs> <laughs> It kind of sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was even making the noises. So this is a little eye opener for everybody. Um, everyone needs to watch this. Um, talking to conservatives, liberals, libertarians, and people who could care less about politics because this transcends politics. This was posted by Trump yesterday um, on True Social. Listen to this. Ooh, they don't want to play this video, do they? Through the most brutal communist regime in China. I witness a lot, and now I will count. One of the darkest moments that I witness is the day when the former president of the United States was um, indicted and mugshot in uh, Georgia prison. I have to say, I think America is quickly becoming a communist country and uh, our rule of law has been turned into what Marx is called proletarian dictatorship. The party in power is after its political oppositions and it's not just the president, but uh, people uh, like activists and they are now in jail. They are political prisons prisoners in the free yes. country uh, of United States. So there's a lot of people who really don't like Donald Trump. They hate him for a lot of reasons. What's your message to them? Because they seem gleeful about this, but what's the warning to people who maybe don't like Donald Trump, would like to have him not be the next president? Why is what is happening actually bad for them too? Yeah, I have a word for them. Forget about Donald Trump. Party in power is abusing their power and going after any oppositions. Now it's Donald Trump. Now it's MAGA. But eventually it's everybody because communists 
our regime would not tolerate any, any uh, opposition, any dissenting voices. So it's they're coming after all of us, including those who are cheering and now for uh, Trump's indictment, mm -hmm. and they think they are on the re uh, winning team. They're not. We are all will become victims if we let it let them succeed. So what's the message for what we should do now um, as Americans and maybe even what should conservatives do as they're the ones who are right now feeling like their point of view, their side is being persecuted? Learn a little bit of history yes. and learn a little bit of the cultural revolution. What's happening here is a repeat. Only when people understand the history and the nature of uh, uh, what's going on, where they wake up, we are dealing with communism. We are dealing with Marxism who want to transform our country into a dictatorship. Yeah, you know, G, one place people can get started in learning about that history and the history that you lived through, the brutal history of China, Chinese communism is through your Twitter. I encourage people to go to your Twitter handle. You talk about all of the things that have happened that are so um, reminiscent of what we are experiencing now, as well as the people who weren't doing anything when things started to go bad. Um, we need to learn from history. Such a great message. Xi, you are a great American. Thank you for joining us this morning. Yeah. Who knows better than the people that have been under a proletariat dictatorship? You know what I'm saying? So oh, um, yeah. it's literally the bourgeoisie trying to control the proles. And it's exactly what we're watching right now. The elite are the ones that have and run everything. Conley, we were discussing before the show um, how the middle class is dying off. Um, everyone is poor. We're to the point now where you, you said, I believe you, you quoted $700 roughly a month more that we're having to pay than we did before. And people were just barely paying their bills at that time. And now people are having to make decisions like, do I feed my family more than once a day? Do I put gas in my car to get to work? Um, am I, do I need to be late on my electric bill? I mean, we're being forced to make these decisions. And the upper class isn't being affected by this. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, well, okay, I guess that means that I've got to get the $20 steak instead of the $30 steak. You know, if that, like it doesn't, they don't, they're not suffering like many of us are. You know, I wouldn't even put myself into that suffering, um, you know, aspect. Uh, but I, we're ready. We're ready for poo to hit the fan. You know what I'm not saying? Yet, yeah. 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 They're not suffering yet. Yeah. And I think it's, it was like 700 and what did I say? $745 a month more, you know, in the last two years, a month, um, you know, that, that people are having to spend. I think it's, it's not creeped. It's not creeped into the upper middle class. It's not impacting them as much, and it's definitely not impacting the, the lower upper class, which are the two, the two, the two groups of people that they, they are trying to get rid of, but it's, it's, it's coming. It's coming. They're not going to, you know, you look at, um, now some of that though, uh, don't for, don't, I think it's, this is important to remember too. I think we Americans are the number now is $3 trillion of credit card debt. So they may not be in a cash situation where they're able to spend that money, but they're putting it all on credit. Yeah. To, to still maintain their lifestyle, still being able to go do whatever. Um, 
It hasn't quite. I don't think it's quite hit the middle and the upper middle class yet. It's 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 hurting. It's hurting them, but they're able to do it on credit. No, it's coming. And yeah, it, it and it is. I think the the number of um, I wouldn't call them. Well, you can call them repossessions. People that have be given their vehicles back. Those that's increased. Um, yeah, personal. I haven't looked at the personal bankruptcy numbers. Yet, mortgage defaults. Mm-hmm. Mortgage um, defaults are incre- increasing, which. You know the Black Rocks and the and and those type folks all enjoy that because you can go to the you can go to the bank now and you, or you can buy them at auction. But I mean, there's some people I think that have prepared well um, financially, and but they I don't know if they really see that the that the end that the turn around back up is not really close no it's and, a lot further away than i think a lot of people realize and a pair of mexico apparently mexico knows what's coming up <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah mexico knows Let's the wall, wall. you guys stay over there we don't want you <laughs> here <laughs> filthy i mean Americans. apparently the people doing well is speaking of mexico are the cartels yeah. yes but it's only and, and you know what that's an interesting thing look at the cartels look at the makeup of the cartels you have the people at the very at the, at the very top who are doing very well and are very wealthy you have you have the middle you're the middle part of the of them. You have the lower the, the lower guys, and who's who's really the ones that are really getting killed? Oh yeah, I mean, it, it, look at the. I mean, it's not to say that the odd cartel boss or that the odd mob boss doesn't have, you know, isn't being taken out or anything like that. But a lot of the a lot of the the death and destruction is is always occurring at the lower end and and of the scale. And that's because they see them as themselves as better. I mean, it's just pride, arrogance, and ego. Those obviously those things that Satan loves to promote the most. So, and I saw that one note. You had a really good comment there in the chat that that the Chinese economy is is failing. Yes, and it's it's and it's it's rapidly failing. They're having like we've talked about before. They're having to reduce their own interest rates which means they're having to pull their offshore money and investments back into the country. They're not a true capitalist society because they're a communist country, but they've been able to use uh, capitalism effectively, but they're struggling too because of communism. Yeah. You know, Texas, it just, it just doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. Texas deplorable says cartel is probably less corrupt than U S government. Cartel is probably the ones building that fence to keep our government out of the country. <laughs> I mean, we don't want those guys. They own, they own the country. But um, I tell you, you talk to any mob guy, and you talk. If you listen to some of the mob guys who've got podcasts right now, they'll tell you. I know Michael Francis is is one. Um, the the biggest the biggest mob entity is the United States government. No, it is. And True Patriot says cartel CIA controlled. I mean, it's. Everything in this world is bad. Got the CIA's hands in it in some way, or Mossad, it does. Mossad, CIA, mm-hmm. MI six. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they're but they're really not. That's, I mean, that's the fallacy. They go in. They they run these color revolutions. You look at uh, Ukraine in twenty fourteen. Um, that was that was. It's not. Um, it's just common knowledge. It's open sourced that that we ran a cover color revolution over there, <clears throat> and that's why Biden did did what he did. Was able. That's why Biden was able to say what he said about the prosecutor. 
was because we ran that uh, we ran that that change of government over there because the original government was very pro Russian, yeah, and very pro you know eastern half of Ukraine. But the but the West couldn't allow that to take place. No, because because of the and 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 where what it all really comes down to, obviously, is money. But it comes down to resources. And how much that they can take. Look at Myanmar. Remember they had the revolution there a couple yeah, of years the, ago? The, yeah, the, 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 Lori was talking about the cover, the color revolution here. This mm-hmm. is the sneakiest because it's a yes. it's like a coup that no one sees. Yes, it is. And it, you know, and we've been doing that forever. Um under a lot of different agency cover, but not just the agency itself, but um, yeah, the heck yeah, they run it here and they're running it right now. And, and, and really what you're seeing and what you're feeling and what you're experiencing is one is, is one giant struggle session and, and then struggle sessions in a lot of different ways. The struggle session with you, you not accepting the trans people, you not accepting, you know, whatever, that's just one big, and look that up and what that means. That's all coming out of Asia. Oh no! It, it, so the Chinese do. Yeah, it's all very well. the very similar tactics that they're using. Um, another strong arm part of this color revolution for the next step, California. California is passing a bill that will fine store owners eighteen thousand dollars if they confront or interfere with shoplifters. So mm-hmm. basically, I'll put it in Layden's terms: um, sit back, take it, and shut up. <laughs> Yes, because look at that now from the, <clears throat> excuse me, from the, again, from the common sense standpoint, that makes no sense. No. And then you'll have people from an economic standpoint or a place will say, well, that makes no sense. And it's not sustainable. It's going to run people out of business. Okay. It will. How do you gain control the of the society? You're going to gain control of the food. You're going to con- gain control of, of where people purchase things from. Even, even if it's places like CBS or Walgreens, where you see a lot of that, or Ulta or, or places like that, it's going to condense your options to be able to purchase items. And it's going to funnel people into places like Amazon and, and other things that are going to be created, i.e. X, which is exactly what Elon is trying to create. And he started it with Twitter. I mean, he owns that. That is a company. So he wants it to be very like, very much like PayPal and then very much like Amazon. And it'll be like a one-stop shopping thing. But then you get to still utilize your free speech-ish Ish. while using the platform. Yeah. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it is a, it's, it's not a physical 15-minute city, but it has the components in the psychological aspect of a 15-minute oh, yeah, city. They're, they're, you don't have to go anywhere. It's pre, pre- yeah, they're, they're preparing you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's end this here um, for the next uh, little bit before we go on the prayer about spiritual awakening. You know, right. um, so I went through, you know, first the, the definition of spiritual awakening on the larger scale. This isn't biblical. Uh, I'm going to read the biblical version too, because there is a difference and it was actually a pretty huge difference. So from the new age thinking of a spiritual awakening is a uh, Speaking a newfound of a spiritual reality, a spiritual awakening can be gradual or rapid. It can mean different things to different people. Um, and if you look up on the internet, it brings you all these different signs. Um, 
of the emotions, broken heart, changes relationships, fear, grief, rage, depression, basically the things that you go through during an awakening until acceptance and understanding. Um, but once again, this is a secular reference to spiritual awakening on the context of mysticism, new age thinking that should be approached with extreme caution. So the biblical, um, which is way more up our alley, and it's, it's kind of a cool big difference. So what is a biblical spiritual awakening? It's not a awakening of, um, from a spiritual sleep, but a resurrection from a spiritual death. And uh, that to me is pretty darn accurate. Is that, you know, when you find Christ, um, you basically, your old self dies and you're, and you're literally reborn. That's, you know, the whole point of, of the, the relationship with Christ, accepting him to your heart. Baptisms is um, waking or, or is dying, the old self dying, and then you being reborn as a Christian. Second chance. Yeah, alive in Christ. Exactly, DJ Shaw. So, um, biblically speaking, um, that's what a spiritual, it's a spiritual death and not a spiritual awakening necessarily. So all people are born in sin and are spiritually dead. So Ephesians 2, 1 states that before we knew Christ, we were dead in transgressions and sins because of the sin of Adam, which we inherited, we are all separated from God who is life. Romans 5, 12. We cannot experience, understand, or relate to a holy, perfect God in our um, un, um, regenerate state, nor can we enter his kingdom. Our need for a spiritual awakening is profound. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that he cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ. Um, that is 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4. We must um, rouse we must be awakened spiritually, or as Jesus put it, we must be born again or born of the spirit, which goes back to what DJ Shaw said, you know, alive in Christ. You can find that in John 3, 3, 8, although there is no mention of, of DJ Shaw in John 3, 3, 8, just to be clear. Um, the true spiritual awakening, the new birth of Jesus spoke of, occurs not by some physical, mental, or emotional process, but by the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, one who is awakened by the Holy Spirit is recreated into a completely new person. You can find that in 2 Corinthians 5.17, Titus 3.5, 1 Peter 1.3. That new creation is, a, is characterized by a new heart that wants to please and obey God and live for Him. Find that in 2 Corinthians 5.9. He has um, been awakened to a new reality, one that centers on the Savior who redeemed him, the Spirit who awakened him, and the kingdom of God to which he now belongs. This is a true spiritual awakening. Um, so John 9 records the story of a, man, um, of a man born blind whose spiritual awakening led to an acknowledgement of who Jesus is. The man's receipt of spiritual sight was accompanied by physical sight. The man spoke of the dawning of new light in his life in simple terms. One thing I do know, I was blind, but now I see. So John 9, 25, he knew the truth of, um, he knew the truth of Psalms 36, 9 with you is the fountain of life and your life. We see light. And that is the light that we get when we find Christ. Um, so the apostles, Paul, um, Paul's spiritual awakening was sudden and dramatic. 
So when Jesus met him on the road to Damascus and changed his life forever, and that's Acts 9, um, from then on, Paul's desire was for all believers to increase in their spiritual awareness. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened, Ephesians 1.18. The psalmist's prayer was also for spiritually open eyes. Open my eyes that I may see wonderful things in your law, Psalms 119.18. Our spiritual awakening begins when Jesus sheds his light upon us. The people living in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. That is Matthew 4.16. So the proper response to the light of the world should be as natural as getting up in the morning. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Isaiah 61. When the Holy Spirit awakens us to the truth of Christ and indwells us by the grace through faith, we can truly sing with John Newton. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. And um, you know me, and I love talking about Paul, Saul Paul, um, and I just loved that story, mm-hmm. is that he was a horrible person. He was a Christian beater at the very least, Christian killer. He was a, a Roman officer did the deeds of the Roman army, was pagan, and ended up uh, like seeing Christ in the desert after Christ died and was blinded. And the beauty of that whole story is that he was literally, every time I, I hear that, that part of the story on that road to Damascus, I think of that line from Amazing Grace. I was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. Jesus had to remove his sight in order for him to be able to see what was true. And and like Paul said, seeing with your heart, not with your eyes, but with your heart, with your soul, being able to see the truth, the same way that God sees us. You know, he looks at our hearts. He doesn't listen to the, the rhetoric, the semantics that come out of our mouths. He's listening to our hearts. He's listening to our soul. And I was one thing as I always love about Paul, the story, and every time that I get just really just like I was today, with the evil people in this world, I always go back to Paul. And I'm just reminded, just like with Nebuchadnezzar and multiple others, is that when it's when it comes to God, the craziest, most tyrannical, evil person in this world can be changed instantaneously, which is makes it a little bit easier for me to pray for my enemies because I know that one way or the other, you know, God can reach out and 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 often he uses us. So what if if God had given Conley a mission to go um, wake up Adam Shift and to wake up Nancy Pelosi? And Conley was like, no, nah, I hate those people. They're a bunch of assholes. You know, like we tend to think they are. You know what I'm saying? What what justice or what, what service did we do to God? You know what I'm saying? Um, because we let our, um, yeah, don't be Jonah. Because we let our, our hearts and our the flesh side of us get in the way sometimes of what's right. And God knows the outcome. We see the moment, God knows the outcome. So, you know, he uses people like Conley, like me, like you, like all of you guys here, like living um, to do these deeds. Um, and it's also kind of a, a test for us and a strengthening of our own souls and our own hearts in order to have that faith that God asks. God, like I said, God could have come down at any moment in history 
and shown himself to everybody, given us his name, shown us his face, but he didn't because faith is so important and what goes on today. So that's why, you know, if you truly love God and you truly trust God, then you've got the faith. And when God asks you to do something, you do it. And uh, I don't, you know, there's nothing in scripture that that's in vain. Like everything in there is for a complete purpose, even down to the amount of the fear knots that are in scripture. Things are reinforced for a reason. Um, you know, pray for your enemies, love thy enemy. Um, these things are in there for a reason, not just because God was like, well, you know what? Um, that page wasn't quite filled yet. So just go ahead and put another couple of sentences in there. You know, everything in there is so dead on and accurate. And some of this stuff we don't understand, you know, because Conley, we, we've had this talk before. How many times we talked about just going in there to to a certain place that's not a state in our country <clears throat> and throwing rocks at people and pulling them out by their hair? Um, we don't because God hasn't asked us to. So fortunately, we at least listen to what God or, or understand what God hasn't told us to do. But it's still hard sometimes to pray for your enemies. You know, Steve Cusick um, says it often in here too. And I completely agree with him. There's some days where I'm like, no, no, I just want to strangle these people, you know. But then I sit back, I think of Paul, I think of the the people in scripture that were terrible, that were actually saved. And I think about um, some of the instances where Jesus and God chose not to do things for certain people because it wasn't the right time. And, you know, the way that Jesus and God works is he doesn't just do something for one person's benefit. When God and Jesus do something, it benefits like 50 people at least. You just don't realize it. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's it's amazing how beautiful a plan it is. Even more amazing that he, going back to, uh, going back to Amazing Grace, that he takes wretches like us and use, utilizes this in, in some pretty phenomenal ways. And sometimes those people, you know, and I always go back to Trump on this one. People are like, oh, man, Trump's not a religious person. Trump is a very sketchy guy and, and all this other stuff. And it's like, yeah, but look at the scripture. Look at certain aspects in the scripture where God has taken some questionable people, put them on a mission, and they ended up finding God and faith in, in the middle of that mission. You know what I'm saying? Because God needed to send them down that rough road for them to, to find what they needed to find. So Conley, you want, you want to add something to this? I'm sorry. I'm just rambling over here. But. You're rolling, baby. You're rolling. You know, um, think of, the, I, I've had to, well, I hate saying hi. Um, think, think you guys think of it this way. Think of, think of what God does for you. Think of what he builds and creates in you and strengthens within you. When you do get to where you were, praying for the people that you really don't like. What is that? What does that build within you? What does that build within us? When yes. we can overcome that anger or hatred or hurt, especially from people that hurt us, you no longer, especially the hurt, you no longer allow that to have a stronghold in your life. You overcome that. And you are now even that much stronger of a person and as a child of God, when you were praying for the very people that hurt you. Yeah. Consistently, consistently, not like, Oh, I need to oh, kind of pray for them because so-and-so needs a prayer. And so father help them. There you go. No, but really, truly praying for them the same way that you pray for the people that you love. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's and it's not a it's not torture. He doesn't do it to just torture you because you brought up something really good. You know, all of the things in the Bible, it's a really big book, which means that God has a lot to say and he has a lot to tell everybody. But it, also the things that he that aren't in there, he's telling you something too. Yeah, exactly. See, but, yes, yeah. sometimes the things that are unsaid are just as powerful as things that are said. Mm-hmm. You know, and, mm-hmm. and that's a very good point. Um, so Matt and Heb brought up this one. I was trying to remember exactly. It was Cyrus, King Cyrus, Cyrus the Great, a great example of, you know, Persian king, Babylonian, um, who ended up being used by God in order to serve God. And, and what happens in that process? It was no different. Um, Daniel, you know, I, I keep describing it as, as certain people were put in the land of affliction. Um, a land that they that wasn't their own. It wasn't their home. It was, it was the exact opposite of what they were all about. Daniel was one great example because he lived in Babylon. Um, mm-hmm. He was there was ne- with Nebuchadnezzar, um, and multiple times, you know, Daniel was the dream interpreter. So that was his way in right off the bat. And and who was interpreting the dreams but the angels, you know? So God intervened. And it took a while, um, but ultimately, it, not even the lion's den. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think that may have started the weight Nebuchadnezzar up, um, or that may was the final, but there was also the uh, the golden calf where he proved that, you know, that that it wasn't a spiritual thing. It was a bunch of other guys that were sneaking into this room, eating all the food and stuff that they was leaving to them. That's why they were coming back and it was empty. The thing is, though, is that God put Daniel in that situation. So, in order to wake up the, you know, the, the, basically a huge pagan King that had a pagan um, statues erected all over the place. So do you think Daniel knew what his full mission was? He, he knew that God put him there for a reason. You know what I'm saying? He was a prophet. Like he, he understood that he, he can converse with God, but do you think he knew what his ultimate mission was? And he never hesitated to do what he needed to do and ultimately ended up waking up um a tyrannical pagan king to believing in god you know what i'm saying exactly jaku it's faith it, it all comes down to the faith that he had and and we're the same thing we're not daniels we're not um peters you know we're our own our new age version of who we are but doing the same service and having to walk this narrow path in faith and not throw rocks yeah. at people yeah not throw rocks until we're told to because he told some people to do that. He told David, you know, and David listened. Faith is, that was right. And he, and he, it all, I think everybody was kind of thinking that at the same time, which is neat. It is faith. It is getting to that level of faith, you know. But again, I think it's important, and you kind of reminded everybody, we're not Daniel, and we're not Peter, and we're not Paul. But you're Joseph. And I'm Jim, and everybody is you, and you are no different than them because you have the exact same you have the exact same God as they did, telling you to do very similar things to what he told them. Yeah. The difference is is are you going to listen the way that they did? Now you, that doesn't mean they listen straight away, and it doesn't mean that they that that God abandoned them when they, when they strayed off, look at David. If it wasn't, I mean, David did all of his stuff, 
even after killing Goliath and even after becoming king, hell, he killed his best friend so he could sleep with his wife, right? Yeah. But God still used him. Yes. Right? He's the, the, the Christ came out of the, the house of David. Not he, so, exactly. And, mm-hmm. and you look, you know, I'm going to go back to Trump as, as an example. Like, think about this for a second. Like, if I had been in Trump's position, taken what he took, there may have been days where I would have been underneath my White House desk crying. Like, I want to go home. I, want to, I don't want to do this job anymore. It took a guy like Trump in order to be able to do what he did. You know what I'm saying? Someone that mm-hmm. just literally didn't care what you had to say about it and anything that you threw at him, he brought back harder. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. But, you know, I, I would be so ecstatic. And I'll be, oh man, just to, just think about this for a second. If Trump was to come out and be on, um, and be on a video camera and like, accepted God and repented on camera. Do you realize the impact that that would have around the world? Yeah. It'd be huge. Yeah. Like we, we would just, um, like I said, we, we would love to do that anyways, just waking up that one person and bring them to Christ. But if, if Trump was to fall to his knees and, and praise Christ, Jesus on camera, this would make one of the biggest changes in the whole world. And, and I don't, like I said, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what side Trump's on or any of this other stuff. Like I said, I don't hate the guy, but I'm very cautious about everything and everybody, but I trust in Jesus and I trust in God. So, you know, to make I have a, I have a, I have a, I have another thought about that. All right. I have another thought about that. That would be huge. And it, and it would impact a lot of people. It really would. What if, what if every single person that voted for him, who's a believer, and let's say that number is a hundred million, let's say it's 50 million. All right. Let's back it up and go 50 million believers. What if they all did exactly what you're talking about? Because you just said something really interesting. And you we've said this a lot. If it's just one person that you say, right? That's a, that's a big deal. Yes. You take that and have 50 million people do that. That's now adding 50 million people who are going to change another life. Yes. And then that 50 million is going to talk to another 50 million. Yeah. See it, 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 to me, it's, it's still a great thing. If Trump were to be able to do it, that'd be something totally magnanimous. And it'd be just this is historic. Yeah. And it would have a huge impact. But we're no different than him. Actually, we're even better than him to a degree. He has the platform, but so do you. I mean, not you personally. I mean, you do. I do because we sit behind mics, but so does everybody listening. Mm-hmm. You have your own platform too. It's called your life. Yes. It's called the convenience store, the gas station, Walmart, yes. yeah. Kroger's. Heck yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it can, and I think when we can put it back into that, pers- to, for me, I think it put it narrowing it down into that perspective. Now imagine if every, if 50 million believers brought two each instead of just one. Yeah. 
now you're at a hundred. You've added a hundred straight away right there. Yes. And then they did too. So, and the math works out. Yep. And for some of y'all, that's a big deal because you guys don't want to talk to people. And that's where God's working on you. No, exactly. And that's the thing is we got to break up the show. He didn't ask much of us, but he did say spread the gospel from nation to nation. Or convenience mm-hmm. store to convenience store. Or Steve Cusick said Yoder's to Yoder's. Yoder's, Yoder's market. You know, yeah, except at Yoder's, they're trying to spread Christ to us. You know what uh, I'm yes. saying? So that's like that's like the uh, one-stop Jesus shop yeah. right there. Go in there and have a good conversation. And... <laughs> I scared my puppy. Um, but yeah, it's I mean, the very thing we can do at this point is just not be ashamed. And there was a point, you know, um, where I was embarrassed to walk around with a Jesus shirt on and that kind of stuff. I'll admit that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But now you won't find me very often without a Jesus shirt on right. of some form. Matter of fact, I'm wearing one right now. This is full armor, the, um, put on the full armor of God. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so one of the, one of the greatest lies that Satan tells everybody is that you're the only one. Yeah. You're the only one who's going through something. You're the only Christian. No one else thinks like you. No one else sees you. No one else will hear you. You're the only one. Yep. And the, what I got to say about that is the more you try to convince us that Christianity is the wrong way, the more, more I know. Yeah. The more I know that it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm happy to be, I'm happy to be their enemy. Yeah. I'm happy to be and the enemy. That's when, that's when it gets into nut cutting time because now, now when people begin to hear that, and they begin to make their choices. You know, there's only the, the the one unforgivable sin, which is blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. That's when the choices get made. Oh yeah. You know, that's when the that's when their choices get made, and um, and we we're seeing a lot of people making that choice. We we are, and and the thing you know? is, is there's going to be a point where you no longer have that choice. We're, yes. we're, we're running and they're going to force you to force you to re- recant and oh, they're yeah. going to force you to, to do the same thing oh, with your life. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you know what? Sure will with your life. That's okay. We've already died once and we were reborn. Yep. So mm-hmm. next time you die, you wake up home. That's mm-hmm. not a bad deal. As long yeah, as you, you know, as long as you have that faith and so forth, you know, those remember question people would ask you, it's like, if you could have dinner with one person, who would it be? And I would hear people say Jesus back when I was younger. And I'm like, Oh, come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but now I'm like, heck, heck yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no one I'd rather. I mean, like, Jesus, <clears throat> I hope you got a couple of hours because I got a lot of questions. Um, but no, I can't imagine that. Like wanting to have a di- with dinner with anyone else, you know, that I would have that choice in with Christ, you know, um, breaking bread with Jesus. How awesome would that be? We'll get our chance one day. But- I'm like, oh my gosh, please don't make this the last supper. Yeah, exactly. Don't make <laughs> this my last, last supper. Don't make this the last supper. <laughs> and then and let me cook if it is, man. I will make you the best chicken pesto <laughs> pasta you've ever had, Jesus. We're, 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 we're going to remanage the manna. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. As long as it's tacos. We will make yeah. you some pesto tacos, Funky. Yeah, there we go. Take that manna and put that into some kind of shell. Yeah. <laughs> exactly let me show you old israelites what can be done with that yeah i think the ark of the covenant was manna in a shell Ooh, so it's basically a taco. yeah so basically it's a taco sweet well we are out of time now 
So I'm going to do Steve a favor and I'm going to get on with the, I'm going to go right to prayer. I'm not even going to to babble a little bit before prayer. So everybody, <laughs> please bow your heads. Heavenly Father, thank you again for another day. Thank you for allowing us to come together and have another conversation and just be here with one another. Father, um, I just feel like I, I need to apologize about something new every single day. Today, I just got a little frustrated, a little angry with what was happening in this world. But I know now to stop and ask you to take that anger away from me and to fill my heart with that righteous anger instead of the hate. Um, it, it's so hard watching this world fall apart the way it is and and even harder to watch the people that are still sleeping in the midst of this. I don't understand, you know, but it doesn't, I don't need to understand everything, Father, because the one thing that I understand is that you have our best interest in mind, that you watch out for all of us, you watch out for our souls. And even if you put us in the danger, you're watching out for us in the midst of that danger. You're going to get us through this, Father. So dear Lord, no matter what dark paths we walk into, let us utilize that to spread light, to spread your love, to introduce those people that don't know you to you, and even wake up some of those people that have just fallen back into slumber. Father, there's going to be a day where people turn their backs on you, but it will not be us. Dear Lord, we gain faith more and more every single day, and we know that we have these times of weakness, these times of doubt, that you're going to be there to lift us out of that. And chances are you're giving us those trials and those tribulations to strengthen us in some way, to give us more wisdom that we didn't have, a better understanding, the, the, the little knock in the head, dear Lord, just to give us that little bit of humility. Dear Lord, I understand that uh, you have to do what you've got to do. And all I need to understand is that you know what's best for all of us. So thank you, Father. I ask, dear Lord, that you continue to give us the patience and the ability to pray and love our enemies. Dear Lord, we don't have to love what they do, but we do have to pray. Because just like Paul, just like Nebuchadnezzar, you have turned those hearts around and ended up making a difference with these people. Cyrus, dear Lord, thank you for utilizing us to make a difference in other people's lives. But first, thank you for letting us make that difference in our lives. Because the best day of my life was the day that I died. And then I woke up as a son of Christ, which I always was, but now I remember. And many of us were the same exact way, Father. So I thank you just for walking us down that narrow path, for never giving up on us, dear Lord. And just a constant reminder that we can't give up on anybody else, not our loved ones, not the friends that have turned away from us, not those people that call us names and hate on us right now. Father, we, have, we can make a difference through you. And when you send us on these missions, I ask that you let them be successful. Let us never forget that you are with us on the send-off. You are with us during the mission. You are with us when we finish that mission. And Father, if I am so blessed to have another day, send me on another mission. I want to spend the rest of my life doing everything that I can for you, even on those days where I mess up, make mistakes, and have to ask forgiveness and repent, which is every single day. Father, you are still there with us and you're working in our lives. You're bringing us together so that we can help one another through these hard times. We're helping lift each other up on days where someone falls. And one day, Father, we're going to be weak. We're going to fall. And someone else is going to be right in our life to do the same for us. So let us not worry about waking up millions of people, Father. Let us worry about waking up that one soul. Let us use life as our own microphone, not just a podcast, dear Lord, but the stores we go into, the community that we are around. The festivals, like Bard's Fest that we're going to be going to, let us utilize every single occasion, dear Lord, to at least mention your name. You know, the name has so much power, and there's not a person in here that doesn't know the name Jesus. That's the beauty about this world, dear Lord. They may deny you, but they know the name. And dear Lord, one day, 
we're all going to come back together. We're going to unify. And I would love for it to be on earth, but it will at least be in heaven, Father. So let us continue this mission. Let us continue this battle and this fight. Let us always have one foot in heaven, our eyes on that kingdom, dear Lord, but the other foot down here, trying to make change and trying to make a difference, trying to clean up this mess that we've allowed to happen, dear Lord. And some of us even perpetuated this mess. Let us work on these children, dear Lord, so that they grow up with more wisdom than we did. Dear Lord, we were so happy with the knowledge that we ignored the wisdom. So I ask, dear Lord, that you give us the discernment and the wisdom now so that we can pass that on to our children. Let our children be wiser than we were. Let them have more discernment than we've had, dear Lord, so that they will never allow what's happened here today to happen again. Dear Lord, if you need to bring this temple down, we all understand, dear Lord, and we are ready to serve you until the day that you call us home. But dear Lord, thank you for giving us a home. We love you with all of our hearts. In Jesus Christ's name and our Heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Right on, right on, right on. Well, it was another great show. Um, Living, yeah. you, you'll get a mic eventually. Uh, yep. <laughs> I hope it. I hope it comes in soon, so I don't have to keep on raising my volume and letting you scream across the room. <laughs> and uh, Conley, brother, I love you, man. Um, great show. Great show earlier. Um, you're Thank you. doing awesome, man. Like I said, you you were, and I mean this sincerely. You were meant for radio, and I don't mean that because of your looks. Because you're quite the handsome guy. <laughs> um, you, you just are got that. You're like the Rush Limbaugh, you know, kind of born with the voice and, and the ability to gab and, and you're fluid. So thank you. Thank you. I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll, I'll Venmo your money here in a minute. Thank you very much. <laughs> you're welcome. No, that will be, that that'll be 89 cents. <laughs> be 89, cents. <laughs> 89 cents per compliment. <laughs> no, but, uh, I'm always grateful to have you here with this man. Um, we'll get back into another little spiritual topic and probably a whole lot of news. You notice that we never have to go over the same news. No. There's just like, we don't, we don't. it's always a whole new, a new level of retardation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't say that it's called Democrat tardation. Yeah. Demitation. Demitation. <laughs> but, um, Love you, brother, man. We'll be back tomorrow. I want to thank all of you right here for joining us this evening for Kilt the Christian episode 450, Spiritual Awareness, Spiritual Awakening. Guys, we were awakened a little bit earlier so we can help other people wake up as well. God's got us all on a mission, and there's a reason he's gathered us all together. We have, be we have started off as friends. We've become family, and I cannot wait to see you guys at Bards Fest uh, here in 15 days, 15 days from now. We've got a lot of work to do, but it's going to be awesome, and uh God help us that we get to that point before the economy crashes, COVID comes through, zombie pandemic, UFOs. I don't know what's going to happen next week, but I hope it waits until after September. <laughs> yep, after September. I'd like for it to wait till after the 1st of December. Or that. That works for me, too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That after works for me, too. December. Exactly. But thanks again. Thank all of you. I love you very much. We'll be back tomorrow for episode 451. Have a beautiful evening, and I leave you with this. Friends and family, don't ever forget that when the devil and our enemies find us on our knees, assuming that we've been defeated, that we're actually in prayer, which is the greatest sword in our armory, and the real war is just about to begin. I want to thank everybody for joining us for another episode of The Kilted Christian, which is the second show in the Bards block of Bards Nation Network. Don't forget to go watch Fishers of Men tonight and every night at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. And just like in old radio fashion, we sign out with the national anthem. Oh, say, can you see?
by the dawn's early light What so proudly we held At the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's regret The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night That our flag was still Say, does that star-spangled banner get away? Or the land of the free and the Everyone have an absolutely beautiful night. Thank you for joining us tonight for Kilted Christian episode 450, Spiritual Awakening, Spiritual Awareness. Make sure you head on over to Bards FM, Fishers of Men and Giant, with a little bit of love, a little bit of prayer, and a whole lot of beauty as we're going to need each other more and more as we go to these chaotic times. But it's all right because we know how this book ends. God wins. So fear not, stress not, let go of the anxiety, hold that line, keep on praying, spread the gospel from nation to nation, and we're going to be just fine. Quick little reminder. Starting Friday, I believe, on Bended Knee will now be moving early in the morning. I believe it's uh, 6 o'clock Pacific, uh, 9 o'clock Eastern, if I'm not mistaken. Make sure you go to Bards FM Telegram to check out for those details. But like I said, hop on over to Bards. Tell them that Kilted Christian says hi. I love you all very, very much. Have a beautiful evening, and God bless.